Hello to all my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. How is everyone? Um, sorry if my voice sounds dry. It is early in the morning. And um, yeah, I feel like fresh as a motherfucking cucumber today. So I was like, you know what? Let me hop on. It's been a while. Hope everyone's been doing good. Um, wow. Let me just, before I even get into this shit today, have you guys noticed that since end of February and the first week or two like of March, like, hold on, fuck, let me rewind. The last two weeks of February, or specifically the last week of February, all the way up until like right before the full moon, which was on March 7th, like, do you guys feel that, um, you know, it has been an intense, not intense, but basically what I what I read online is that there was a lot of solar flares um, that week. Like, it's been a lot of solar flares at the end of February and early March. So, which means that it causes us to lose sleep, feel weirder than normal, like foggy, random inspiration downloads, vivid dreams, just like feeling like you're you're not grounded, you know? And also, guys, there's been a lot of timeline shifts, as you guys know, solar flares actually uh create timeline shifts when i aka what is a timeline shift it just means um shifting realities as you guys know we live in a multiverse there's many different realities so basically a lot of um reality glitching like uh parallel realities deja vu um resurfacing where it's like you're looking for something and then boom you find it or you swear you didn't have something and then all of a sudden it, it appears or random people just um resurfacing you know and it's not even like a retrograde or anything like that but yeah i just wanted to share if anyone's been feeling kind of off or off-centered it's not random um but anyway today we are going to be answering some voicemails so some of you guys called in which i appreciate and i'm just gonna you know we're gonna see what the hell's going on in the world and uh i'm so happy to answer any questions guys as you guys see i'm going to be featuring these calls more often on my podcast so please feel free to call in at 928-900-4990 and this number will also be listed in the description because you know for short attention spans, you know, I may, I may verbalize this, verbalize this, but it'll be forgotten by the end of this episode. So I will also place it in the about episode. Um, yeah. And also I'll just share anything that's just in addition to the voicemails, you know me, I'm just going to share whatever pops up in my own head and with my own life. All right, let me shut my ass up. Let's get started. All right, so let's play the first voicemail of the day. Hi, V. This is um, Maya. I've had a golden um, V aura reading with you before, and I it was just spot on. And I just want to say thank you for all of your information because every single time you have a podcast, the information resonates so strongly for that specific day and that moment. Thank you so much for all the channeled messages you give us. Um, I had a big question about dream work because I set a lot of intentions and I meditate a lot before I go to sleep. And um, I talked to you previously about how the information can be kind of overwhelming and it's gotten a lot better with um, the visual downloads and differentiating the information they're telling me. But during the night, I recall so much about my dreams that it's hard for me to really like know what messages to prioritize like I'll be having four or five dreams one night or my dream is just so long and I remember so many like intense details about it so I didn't know if like there was any advice you have like um how to prioritize what dreams I recall in a night and it's it means something that I'm getting so many dreams in one night and I'm remembering all of them so vividly and if there's a reason why that is. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Maya again. Um, just adding some clarification for the question about the multiple dreams, um, my previous voicemail. The issue I'm having with it is that it can become really overwhelming um, 
and it can feel like really draining every single morning when I have so much to like write down in my dream journal. So that's my issue is like when I'm having four dreams in a night that are all super symbolic, super vivid, and um, have deep emotional meaning to me. How do I know which one to prioritize, or is there uh, is there a better intention I can set before bed for them to, you know, um, simplify the message down? Because it just can be a lot to like write for 30 minutes when I wake up in the morning. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. Hey, Maya, thank you so much for calling in. And oh my gosh, yes, I remember you. Um, we did do an aura, uh, an aura reading session. Oh my God, cool. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. It was always, it's, it's always a freaking fun time. Always wonderful. Um, so, okay, based on what you said, just to sum everything up, it sounds like... Um, it's kind of like the, this may sound kind of funny, like putting it this way, but it's like, not like the, like, you know how we have like fear of missing out, like that energy of like, well, I don't want to miss something. I don't want to like, you know, you know, that, that, that feeling, the fear of missing out, but it almost is like translated that energy into this, the dreams that you've been having. So for example, it sounds like, like, like you mentioned, you're having vivid dreams, so symbolic, so vivid that you're like, no, I have to write all of these down. But you're basically saying like, bitch, I'm exhausted. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of writing this shit 30 minutes every morning. I got shit to do, you know, um, honestly, which is actually totally understandable. My advice is this when it comes to, you know, the vivid dreams, when you're having constant dreams like this, you know, obviously you're very much connected to the dream worlds, right? That, you know, um, obviously you're, you're literally having a lot of, usually when we have vivid dreams like that, like, and it's 30 minutes, like worth remembering when you get up, sounds like you're really learning a lot on a soul level on the other side. Sounds like you're really busy on the other side. And I get that, like, there's a part of your consciousness that's like, I need to remember all of this. Here's the beautiful thing. Maya is that the subconscious mind already has all of those dreams saved and stored. So what does that mean? It means that anytime you need to pull from a dream, any lesson you've learned, any, um, you know, our dreams teach us more about who we are as souls and what we're doing and where we're going in life, right? And just what's happening in this world and other worlds and whatever. And so, but basically I want to reassure you with this. Honestly, I would go nuts if I wrote down every single dream that I have per night. I would, my advice is this, because the subconscious is, everything is stored, even without us writing it down, it means that whenever we are in a situation that something that we learned in the dream state can help us, the subconscious will send us the signal through an intuitive uh, through intuitive information or intuitive or, or through our intuitive senses. So basically what I'm telling you is don't worry or stress about writing every single thing. I know that you may feel intuitively like, like feeling like called to like, I need to write down everything, but if it's this exhausting, that's another message within itself. Does that make sense, Maya? So it's almost like, it's like kind of like a double-edged sword here where it's like, you have this, like, there's like one 50% side of you that's like, I want to freaking write everything down because I want to make sure I get everything because I want to remember this. It's been, this is really, it, you know, surreal and trippy. It might come into play later. And then there's 50% of you that's like, girl, we're good with just writing a few things down and move on with our day. So I think there's a part of you that is like telling you, like, we don't need to do the whole 30 minutes worth of writing every single dream. And just personally, Maya, just my personal, like with my own personal experiences, I have so many vivid dreams at night that I only, so I'm just gonna give you what I, I do. I pick one to maybe two that really stick out. I mean, like you said, five or six of them can really stick out, but allow your intuition to really guide you to which ones are most important. Or, or, oh, I just thought of something just, just now on top of my head. How about this? When you wake up in the morning, say, um, like you can talk to your, your intuition, your higher self, God, spirit, whoever the fuck you want to talk to say, okay, actually, you know, just say this, like higher self, lead me to the dream or help me 
decide which dreams are the most important to write down today. So you see how you're pinpointing, you're asking your own higher self to pinpoint the really relevant ones, or you can say pinpoint a dream that I, that I should write down that's relevant to my current present moment at this exact second. Lead me to the dream or put, you know, you can say something along those lines. So basically what it does is it, it allows your subconscious mind and your higher self to work on your behalf of your request. And it allows your subconscious mind to find the file of one of the dreams that will are really gonna come into play. So you can just say, you know, like higher self, subconscious mind, you know, whatever. Um, send me like like lead me to send me a sign to which dream is the most important that i need to write down today so that's a way in my personal opinion maya that you can kind of limit the excessive you know needing to write excessively but um because honestly all dreams have significance importance but just because they all do doesn't mean you have to feel compelled to write a novel hey I'm I'm a novel ass bitch though. I, I I you know when I write dreams, but I cannot write every single dream. I just think it's exhausting. So, girl, do what's best for you. <laughs> Meaning like um my and like I said, my best advice is just talk to your own higher self and say lead me to the main dream or two dreams or whatever that is going to be most useful for me at this current moment. So maybe start with that because, um, yeah, girl, you, this is just, yeah, I, I would not, honestly, in my personal opinion, like I said before, there's no way. Cause I have about, I'm the same way like you. I dream just as vividly multiple crazy dreams a night that are really stand out, but I only write about one or two, um, dream. Like I write about one or two dreams a night instead of like three or like three or four of them. And how I do it is I kind of like how I just said about like asking your intuition, which one is the most one that is useful to this current present moment. And then, like I said, it's not like you're discarding the rest by not writing it down. Cause remember it's still stored in your subconscious mind. So all the dreams and all the lessons from them will come into play at a later date anyway. So rest assured all is well. Thank you so much for calling in, girl. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You're, you're so sweet and you're so amazing. And I know that um, from when we were in our session, your birthday is coming up. So again, happy um, early birthday. I think your birthday's coming up. And I think it's, you know what? I'm going to really challenge my memory here. Um, March 20th, I believe, Maya. But yeah, I think that's what you, because I know we talked a few weeks ago. So yeah, anyway, happy early birthday. Enjoy Mexico. All right, let's get to the next. Uh, by the way, thanks so much, Maya. Love you, love you, love you. Great energy. Um, let's get to the next, uh, what's it called? Voicemail. Damn, it's early morning. I couldn't even figure out what the hell. <laughs> okay, whoo. Hey, V, my name's Jenny. Um, I actually just started listening to your podcast, um, like in the last week. And um, I don't know, it's just been really crazy. I've been going through a lot the last few months, and it's really made me want to get back in touch with a side of myself that I've always kind of been afraid of. Um, I've always kind of gotten visions and had very lucid, vivid dreams that sometimes are premonitions as well. Um, and I started getting, um, I started having dreams like that when I was like six. And then I started having uh, premonitions around 14. And anyway, um, throughout my life, I will go through these periods, especially in my youth where everything was just so clear and it was scary, you know, and I would just pray for a while that it would just go away. And now and then, of course, you know, it would start happening again, and I'd kind of be okay, and and then uh, I'd get scared again and want it to go away. So anyway, um, my now I'm at a, a point in life where I think I might be ready to truly start embracing that again. I'm meditating more. I'm getting back in touch with myself, and I'm having dreams um about teleporting constantly um and a lot of them are reoccurring dreams it's a reoccurring place um and there's lots of wormholes involved and then also i'm starting to get premonitions but i can't tell if it's just like if it's me that is actually going through it or if it's someone else um and like things just aren't clear like they were before and i was just wondering how 
what you do to kind of be able to, to clear the muddy waters, so to speak? Um, hi, uh, so this is Jenny again. I actually had a follow-up question. I got nervous and hung up because I'm weird. Um, I also wondered, maybe you could give some insight as to why when these things happen, like why I'm just flooded, it's overwhelming. It's just, it's like somebody just lit, like opened the Hoover Dam and it just all comes flooding in and and then it's like everybody around me can sense that I'm able to help, I guess, in some way. It's always, I always tend to attract people needing help. And I love helping people, don't get me wrong. Um, but I was just wondering, you know, um, if maybe you could shed some light on that. Like, you know, why the floodgates open so heavily and how to kind of like clear the water when they're coming in so I can discern like what's going on around me and um, how to just not be afraid when like spirits and stuff like that start presenting themselves and just all of the things. Anyway, thanks. Hey, Jenny. Thanks for calling in. Um, actually, you know what? Everything you're saying, I'm sure. And I just have the strong feeling that I know there's a few of you like at this moment listening to this and being like, oh my God, I relate to this because Jenny, I got some news for you based on what you're saying. Okay. So I'm just going to, you know, um, circle back to what you were saying. Um, you mentioned, and okay, I'm just going to break this down. So you mentioned that you were having premonitions and psychic experiences and visions in your youth since you were younger. So, and then you told me, and then you, you mentioned that you prayed for it to go away and it kind of did for a while. So just off that statement, what that tells me was that you were definitely automatically born into this lifetime with gifts. Um, especially when it starts that young, that's how it was for me. Um, when I was like six, seven years old, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you're so young, like, where's all this shit coming from? This is scary. So I understand it was scary for me as a child as well. But I think it's not even just about being scared as a child. I mean, even as an adult, it doesn't even matter what the age is. You can be scared. But I just wanted to just shed this light that I do believe in what, just based off what you said, it does feel like you were definitely born with a gift. And guys, I just want to reiterate, when you ask, you can, when you ask spirit to kind of tone down the information, you know, you are allowed to do that. It is your birthright. It is your free will. If anything is overwhelming in life, you can ask them to tone it down a little bit, um, especially your psychic gifts. But it never really goes away, as you are seeing, Jenny. Like, it, 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 may, it, it will come in spurts. Like, you may ask them to slow it down, and they will. Years may go by. You may think you're in the clear. Then, boom, hit you like a ton of bricks. Like, start feeling all these emotions and shit and feeling everyone's stuff and seeing visions and having dreams that are later coming true and things like that. So, um, so you also mentioned, um, that you're now embracing like that part of yourself again. I believe you mentioned you're embracing it through meditation and you want to get back in touch with that self. And basically what you're saying is now that you're trying to like meditate more and get back in touch with what, uh, in touch with yourself, everything is starting to the floodgates are open everything is like overflowing and hitting you all at once and um you were um asking oh shit also you mentioned something about dreams of teleportation wormholes i do want to talk about that too um usually dreams that include teleporter uh tell why can't i speak today man hold on let me take a sip sorry guys water break Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, I'm so ridiculous. Okay, teleportation, teleportation dreams. When it comes to that, I believe that when anyone has a teleportation dream, that there's some kind of a, I do believe that teleportation exists in some other dimension, some other reality. Um, and, and, and even actually guys, to be honest with you, I feel like it already exists, eh, it exists here in this current reality, but obviously we just don't have 
access to the technology. But anyway, your dream of teleportation and wormholes also says that you're very um, active in space, meaning that I wonder if by you traveling through wormholes, it could either be, it could, it could symbolize either A, you're having some kind of activities and UF and alien ships, or B, sometimes even traveling through a wormhole, you don't necessarily need to be in any physical vessel like a ship. It can just be your actual, um, what's called your spirit body, your astral body. Um, and you know, being in spirit form on um, when we are dreaming, we can access wormholes and wormholes almost act as like, um, it's like wormholes are like portals. You enter one and you come out on, 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 on the other side and you're on a whole other galaxy, a whole other place, very similar to teleportation. So, but I do feel like, um, definitely you have very, very unique energy, just like we all do. I mean, obviously, you know, everyone has unique energy, but teleportation wormholes, I would definitely, definitely say that you might have some kind of contact with either a, some kind of interdimensional, space beings or you have some kind of um connection to to like that kind of space stuff just throwing it out there um but also you were mentioning that um how do you clear the muddy waters when all this basically when all the psychic information is coming in you're also mentioning that it's overflowing now that you're open to it and so what happens is now that you're back meditating and you're back open to this kind of realm, this this part of yourself and you're connecting back to it, and it is very overwhelming. It is, Jenny, it is. But I will say this, the fact that you are attracting more people who need help, it's kind of like now that like you're, um, when you have that specific energy where your vibration is naturally high or you're an empath, a psychic, intuitive mystic whatever terminology you want to use it sends us it's like a frequency that you know most people don't know it's not like like a stranger can be like hey from a distance i can tell that girl's gonna be one who's gonna help me out in my life today you know it's this very very energetic thing our frequencies guys you know we're all magnetic right our our uh our electric fields it's all magnetic and so someone on a subconscious level is just let's say you're at a bar and you're just chilling then they just strike a conversation like i don't know why i just wanted to come up to you and just talk to you for some reason then they start to talk about their whole life and then you know like like you said jenny people who need help and then they start talking about all the stuff they need help with and stuff that's going on so it's a very energy it's an energy pull it's a magnetic energy pull and we don't know it on a conscious level when we meet people that like oh this is going to be the person who i need help from or who's or i feel comfortable telling this stuff to so it can be overwhelming in that sense where it's like it's a blessing to always help people it is but also in this case when you do have that specific frequency that kind of draws a lot of people in and that you know and you want to help everyone that is a great thing to want but i will say this you got to have some kind of boundaries eventually because it's going to become way too much over time um but i just wanted to say that it's not random that you're you're drawing people like that in it happens to you know actually i think honestly just to get in a bigger picture thing i think that we're all here all of our life purposes deal with helping people in general. You ever think about like, yes, your life purpose can be about reckoning karma from past lives or, or you know, I, I believe all life purposes can be very simple, which is number one, realizing your full potential as a soul and being in human form. And number two, helping others. And number three, embodying God's light and love and showing unconditional love. That's... I know I may sound like an idealist or whatever, but those are the top three things in my personal and psychic opinion that I feel like is tied into all of humanity's purposes. We have specific little purposes that are very personal to us underneath those big things, but I feel those top three big things are an overall general purpose of why a lot of us are here. And then, like I said, we have specific smaller things that deal with past lives and smaller things we want to learn on a personal level as souls. But those three big things are universal, universal shit. What is it called? I don't even know how to, what the word is. It's like universal uh, themes that we're here for, universal lessons or, or soul reasons why we're here. Um, whoa, totally got off on a tangent. Sorry, Jenny. Totally got off like top. Um, oh, no, I mean, not necessarily. I guess it 
connects with what I was talking about of, um, you know, helping others. Technically, we're all here to help, but you also don't want to do it at the expense you know, of your own energy, you know, you got to always check in with your energy first. But anyway, um, also the floodgates are opening for you because you are ready. Once you set the intention, going back to your question about like you being like meditating more and opening back up to the self again, the floodgates are open. So God, you know what they say, God doesn't give you anything, what you can't handle, but it's also okay to say, whoa, 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 I can handle this, but let's, let's, let's reel it in. Let's man, let's get it in manageable, small bites. See, that's the thing. We can always kind of like ask spirit, like I'm, I'm down for the flood opening, but can we, can I, you know, give me, give me a raft, give me a boat so I can, you know, you know, while the floodgates are opening, give me a fucking boat. You know what I mean? It's not so much about like saying, no, give it away. I don't want the water near me. Just give me a life raft. Give me a life floaty. That's what asking spirit for help is about. But, um, also, okay going back to what you're saying, how to not be afraid when spirits are presenting themselves. Because honestly, Jenny, it sounds like the core number one issue here is um, you want to be open to this because obviously your intuition, your heart is very pulled to this. This is a major part of who you are, even though, you know, and it's natural to get scared. Honestly, I was scared too in the beginning. It's how it always feels. So it's very normal how you're feeling. Um, so how do you not be afraid? You're right, especially when spirits pre presenting itself. It can be scary as hell, definitely. So my advice is this. We're gonna have to start on a pure psychological level here um, because fear, it's a nasty energy. It's heavy. It, uh, it's hard to move through it. It's hard to think through it. You know, it, it, it's a, it's like a, just a dark hole, not, not, well, pun intended black hole, but it's not, it's like a black hole of, of negativity. But anyway, um, but it's, it's, but it's a human, you know, it's a thing we, we go through here on this planet. Um, but I will say this number one, going back to the psychological part is reassuring and affirming to yourself about your safety. So in order, because remember, the mind processes anything that is the unknown as fear. And talking to spirits or seeing spirits, feeling weird sensations, that is the what? Unknown. So your brain is automatically sending you fear signals like, uh-oh, I'm detecting something unknown. Automatic response is fear. That's the human condition. It's how we fear the unknown. That's how it is. Our brain processes something outside of itself as fear. So what you need to do to combat that over time, especially when, you, when you're intuitive and, and listen up, y'all, this is for everyone who has this fear because we all have experienced this when it comes to this journey. Can I get a motherfucking amen? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I can, I'm not going to sit here and act like I was never, you know, I'm a clairvoyant. So I, I see shit. I've seen a lot of weird stuff in my life. Yes, I have never seen like a dark entity, thank God, but there's still some weird beings and stuff, shapes and weird stuff I've seen. So it can still be shocking, you know? So, um, so reaffirm and reassure yourself. So what I would do is this, or what you guys can do and what you can do, Jenny, is this. You want to say an affirmation that deals with safety, courage, or you can even ask for spirit. You can even ask for protection from your spirit guides, angels, Archangels are really great with protection. Your ancestor guides, really great with um, protection. We have um, ancestor guides, spirit guides, angel guides. There's three bands of different guides that we can go to, y'all. So just throwing it out there. There's a lot of help out there. And you also have your higher self and you have God and you have so many like deities. There's so many like freaking beings you guys can go to. But most importantly, let's just start with ourselves because ourselves are just as powerful. You know, you don't have to always go to someone, you know, some other spirit, but you know, whatever helps. So what I would do is reaffirm to myself. So I'll say some kind of affirmation such as I, it is safe to connect to the spirit realm. So you want to start small like that. You want to reaffirm it is safe for me to connect to the spirit realm, to spirit. I am safe to connect to spirit. It is safe. So you want to keep consistently reminding yourself that it is safe to connect. I am safe when I see a spirit. I am safe when a spirit is nearby. 
I am protected by God's light. So if you're worried about like any kind of negative energy or something, you can just say, I, I, I am protected by God's light, whatever the case may be. But you want to also just reassure yourself that, um, you want to just start with the affirmations because remember everything starts with the mind first. So you want to program your mind to start to see and look at spirit communication in a lighter, courageous way. It's not like you're going to be battling some demons and shit. It's just simply, you know, connecting back to, you know, listening to spirits. And, and you know, the fact that they're showing up this heavily really means to show that, like, you're really gifted. You know, the floodgates are open and it's it can be overwhelming. And like I said, um, you can get asked them for bite sides, bite sized uh, spirit, spirit messages, you know, don't overwhelm us. But anyway, back to what I was saying affirmations that deal with having courage, having safety, um, even doing prayer. You can do it. You can say a prayer, you know, whatever before or during, if you're your meditation, because you know, after you meditate, your vibration is really high. So you're going to even have more spirit communication. The more you meditate and you girl, you said Jenny, I believe you said you just got back into it. So it's going to be, um, yeah, you're going to open yourself up to a lot more spirit communication. So even before a meditation, you can use these affirmations even afterwards. And you can say any message that is from me from spirit comes from a place of the highest vibration in the universe. You can, there's so many like words, prayers, affirmations that you can use to, to like alleviate the fear. But remember, it starts with the mind. You're going to have to start repeating in your head because, you know, a repeated thought eventually becomes a belief. So, you know, you want to just make sure that because he starts out with thoughts and affirmations and then eventually your subconscious will start to believe it. And then you won't feel the fear as much seeing something unknown, but in the beginning stages, honestly, it is kind of scary. So it, everything you're saying is very valid. All your emotions and everything is very valid, very normal, what you're feeling. Um, also, um, when the information starts to kind of come flooding in like that, um, you need to channel the energy properly. What's also happening, Jenny, when you're saying you're feeling overwhelmed, pun intended, like when, not pun intended, when you said the floodgates are open, opening, what that basically means is that you're receiving a lot of higher consciousness downloads. Basically, you're channeling a lot of information that you kind of blocked off for a while. So it's all hitting you at once. And so my advice, so it doesn't feel completely overwhelming, is you have to channel it into some kind of form because what's happening is when you're just receiving tons of higher consciousness downloads and you're not doing anything with it, you're just kind of like sitting with it. It can create anxiety, Unpro having high psychic energy or higher consciousness or cosmic rays or energy can cause anxiety or feel that feeling of being overwhelmed because it's just all this excessive energy just swirling in your body and in your mind. So my advice is to channel it. So channel it means you take it as you will get creative. You can channel it to something creative, like a project. You can channel it into words. Like you can start writing this out. That's another thing, guys, when you're, when you're receiving tons of, uh, like, like how Jenny is like when you're like, you're having this big awakening and it's like, everything's happening all at once. Start to get it out of your actual system, write it, verbalize it, record yourself some, record some messages on your phone, write out, write out what you're feeling and thinking at any random moment. So basically Jenny, my also advice is to move the energy out. That will also help the overwhelming feeling or if the messages or whatever the over, uh, over uh, the over flooding of the dam of messages is coming through, maybe that spirit sign of saying like, use the, the energy that we're giving you and use it towards something positive towards yourself, towards changing something about yourself. Or sometimes like you were saying about your premonitions, sometimes it can be about you or it can be about others. If you are receiving a feeling or a premonition, okay, you also said earlier, how to tell if a, if a premonition? Uh, how to tell if a premonition is for you or for someone else? Because you said you were kind of unclear about it. Um, well, the number one sign to know if a premonition is about someone else is this: the moment that you get the premonition, and if you have, and you, the next thought so is going to tell you what this is about. So, for example, if you get a premonition of, for example. Um, I don't know. You see, you see, you see just like someone crying. You see an image of a, um, 
I don't know, like, like, like a, like a house or something. And you're like, what the hell? There's a house and a, and it looks like there's a paper saying like, okay, this person, they're losing their house or something. And they're crying because something happened with their money payments or whatever. And so if it, but you don't see a face yet. So you're like, wait a minute, is this house situation going to happen to me? Or the other, or someone else. Because here's the thing, premonitions don't always have someone's face in it. So I totally understand if you're like, wait, is this a message for me, this vision? Or is it a message for someone else? So here's how to tell if it's for you or someone else. In this little fake scenario of this house fake vision I just made up just now, um, the first thought after you have the vision is going to be who it's about. Now, if your first thought is like, is it me or is it them? If you start, throughout that day after that vision... You start to, out of thin air, out of nowhere, you have a thought of someone or a thought of a friend or a family member. And you're like, what the hell? Why am I thinking of my cousin or my brother or my sister today or my my friend I haven't spoken to in a while? Why am I even thinking about them? And then you call them and then they're like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking going through something with my finances and my home, I'm blah, 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 blah. So that will prove obviously that it's for someone else. So it's the same thing with... Um, what is what I going to say? Yeah, and obviously the premonition will be about you. You could also ask the follow-up question to spirit. So for example, um, you can always just literally ask ask your higher self or your spirit guides or God or whoever. Just ask the actual question. Is this about me? Yes or no? It's really that easy. It really is. And um, you should get a message from spirit within the first couple seconds. Um, the first like one to 10 seconds. It's, it's a very quick process communicating with spirit it does it, they're not slow it, it, you know what i mean so when you ask the question you should get a yes or a no so so going back to what i was saying you could either if you if you're confused if a message for you or someone else you could go off of number one after receiving the message if you get a first thought or feeling about someone else obviously it's about them number two if you don't get immediate thought or feeling it's someone else then you can ask spirit the question, just be direct. Is this about me? Yes or no? Let's say you get a yes and you're like, oh shit, but everything's been going so well with my money. How is my house gonna, I'm going off the example. How's the how, spirit, how are you gonna tell me this is gonna happen to me if everything's going so well right now in my life? You know, what the hell do you mean? This is gonna be my, my, my future of me losing my home if my finances are good, right? So sometimes premonitions can also be linked to parallel realities or it can also be linked to something symbolic. So if you're doing well financially, but you get a weird vision that your house or something may happen financially to your payments or whatever, it could, visions, premonitions could take a year. It could take two years. It could take a month. It could take a couple months. And sometimes it could not take, take, it could not happen at all. Cause as you guys know, the future is not set in stone, but it could also be sim- symbolically speaking, you know, where if, for in this example of some if, if you get a premonition and it's about you but it's not but your money's fine maybe this symbolic meaning could be that like if you panic so much about you know if you're if you're someone who worries so much about money maybe this is symbolic like the sense of a house in a dream in a premonition or in a dream can symbolize security comfort and so if in the dream or in the premonition you have this uh like lack of money and you're worried about how you're going to pay for it, maybe it could symbolize, even though in real life you have money and your house is fine, maybe it could symbolize that you have a fear of your security or comfort or you fear it's, it's something's, t- you know, kind of um, you're not as comfortable or secure in certain areas of your life outside of financials. So you want to just, there's so many ways to get a, like what a meaning is of a message, but definitely feel always feel free to just ask a follow-up question, literally. And um, Jenny, my advice to you as well. First, number one to, you know, you got to minimize the fear, fear, self-doubt, any kind of heavy stuff like that, that will, it will make this process a lot harder when it comes to like receiving messages from spirit. But once you minimize the fear, the number one for my advice to anyone listening at this exact moment is please minimize fear in your life. I mean, in a general sense, it would be great. I mean, obviously we all could do with less fear, right? But especially when it comes to this line of work, when you're like trying to communicate with spirit and you're receiving stuff and you're like scared, I'm telling you, once you remove the fear, life will be so much easier. It'll be so much better when it comes to connecting to spirit. You're going to be like, oh my God, it was this easy. 
Oh, because guys, communication is so easy. And not just that, but it's like one of the best things that like when I actively took, like um, I'm just to share my personal thing. When I actively set intentions to actually connect, because like Jenny, guys, I was born with the gift, but I didn't really... You know, I would talk to what I call the invisible man, you know, my invisible old man, aka my spirit guided that when I was like seven, eight years old. And I would do all that, but I never thought they, I would wait for spirits to come to me. I never initiated contact. They would just come to me when I was younger, but I didn't, I, I got scared like early teens and stuff. But when I did get older and I started to intentionally connect, my life changed for the better. So once I dropped, like, just like, being like eh, nonchalant with my gifts and once I actually just started actively using them and minimizing the fear of, of surrounding them my life changed for a hundred percent better and I and it's great because it's like each day we are all have access to this one consciousness field our intuition that's connected to all that is that helps us on every moment of our journey. And if we just trust ourselves with no fear and, you know, trust that God will always have our best interests, we will always have our best interests. So walk into the unknown with no fear. That's how I see it. Um, thanks, Jenny, so much for, for calling in. I uh, really, really appreciate it. Speaking of um, receiving messages and shit, let me tell you a message I received from uh, my own higher self the other day. Um, what was happening? Like, what was I? I was feeling anxiety for no fucking reason. You know, there's nothing more like annoying when you have anxiety and you can't pinpoint it. So then you're like, wait, is it because I'm, well, for this is for women, you know, I'm like, am I PMSing? You know, I'm like, am I, you know, the fuck is it PMS or is this real? You know, you know, so I was going through that the other day. Right. And I had this thought come over me. Right. And I'm trying hard to get out of my anxiety. You know, that day I was doing all my little things I would normally do. And, you know, my, my little tools that I do to get rid of anxiety usually work, you know, but this time I just couldn't shake off this, you know, ongoing energy. And, you know, no one likes to feel like they're, you know, in a nasty energy. Right. But I had this thought come to me. And basically what I thought was this. If I'm always seeking to have a peaceful state of mind, the moment that I don't have it is the moment that I'm going to be constantly fighting for it or thinking that something's off or I should always be in constant fight for this peaceful state of mind that honestly, we all as humans are searching for. So it's like why we try to fight off any negative energy, anything, you know, because it, who likes to feel that feeling? It's a nasty feeling. No one likes to feel bad, right? But I just had this thought, like, if I'm searching for peace to be my existence, you know, it implies that if I'm not that way, that something's wrong with me, that something just has to be off. So it kind of forces you to live in this, like, pure like basically it's like it forces you to stay in this like pure black and white existence like there's no gray area for just being and I just had this uh revelation of like it's hard to just be you know every state of consciousness that we feel every emotion that we feel serves a purpose and to just kind of only say that I'm only my at my my most optimal my most best if i have this achieve this this state of existence it just doesn't feel right so basically what i'm here to say is that i realized that it's a lot better to just be with wherever you are which emotion you are at that given moment and because you're always gonna feel like there's something wrong with you every minute of your life if you're not happy but the way through accepting the emotion that pops up will ironically lead you to the peace that we're all seeking anyway peace honestly probably just comes from acceptance you know what i mean acceptance of what is and detaching from having that um i know this is going to sound very like like um 
Buddhist of me, even though I'm not a practicing Buddhist, but there are great principles. If I had to be a religion, I mean, Buddhism would probably be my favorite because it's, uh, I don't know, I really resonate with a lot of their principles, but... And I always, I always say about detachment on this podcast, damn, I am sounding like a Buddhist, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not. But I just want to say this. It is important to detach from the actual, or for me, it's like, it's like live and die by that yearning, that desire to always be better, to feel better. And like, once you just, it's always good to do better, obviously, you know, you want to strive to do better. You want to make improvements in your life. But you can't, like, hate yourself in the process or dislike yourself or your emotions in the process. Because as humans, as I always say, we're here to experience. (laughs) Whoa, my nose. Stopped up. Anyway, we're here to experience the full spectrum of emotions. Everything from sadness, anger, neutrality, happiness, joy, acceptance, unconditional love, peace, we're we're ricocheting back and forth between all these wavelengths of emotions and we came here to experience it so who the hell who the hell am i to just trying to you know like it's not saying like i'm here to feel the sadness and the and the anxiety and stuff and i and like i've realized in my life as long as we we feel it but don't sit in it for too too long like like years go by you know but even if years go by and you're still in sadness it's okay it is what it is you know life happens shit happens where it can be hard to get out of you know certain emotions and certain traumas and it's and it, and it is hard you know so it's like who are we to beat ourselves up in the process on top on top of life being hard you know um and you know i was uh channeling you know i channeled a message I actually put it on my instagram um the other day but i'll say it here as well but basically you know your consciousness is infinity expressed in a human body for a flicker of time. I channeled that the other night, in the middle of the night. You know, messages come through the middle of the night. And, uh, you know, our consciousness is infinite and it can take on many expressions and manifestations. So that's why I'm like, you know what? We got to make the most of our flicker in time here in the physical. You know, we can't, we got to think bigger, not get trapped by fear. And like I said, Weird experience many emotions, but hey, we're also here to experience laughter too. So my I love to laugh at my fucking self. But um yeah, I just wanted to just share that as well. You know, for anyone out there who's like beating themselves up and shit for going through a hard time or having some emotions, like it's fine, guys. We will be okay, you know. Um, we're here, you know, we're here to get through it and everything is temporary anyway. So you just gotta remind yourself of that when like you like Sometimes our emotions make things, it stretches. Like, like, like emotions can cause the illusion of things being worse than what it is. And our emotional state, especially if it's like anxious or sadness or anger, it can really cause illusions. So it's really important to just, you know, be careful. My advice, I know it sounds so practical, but like, you know, never make decisions when you're heavily emotional, man. You you know, remember everything is temporary, you know, and you can even like when, like I said to myself the other day, I was like, okay, V let's revisit this in like a day or two. Let's see if we really feel this way in a day or two. So that's actually a great way. Like if you're ever like emotional and you're like, you know what? No, I'm going to, I'm doing this. I'm done. I'm doing this. Wait to see how you feel in one, one to one to three days, because you never know if you still have the same persistent feeling, then by all means, bitch, do what you got to do, you know? But if, if you don't feel the same, it's just, you know, our emotions kind of, huh, the feels right. <laughs> but I'm just going to chop everything up to PMS. <laughs> You know how I know I'm not the only one who says that. Like, I'm joking. I'm joking. Not everything's PMS, but I always say like, I knew I was feeling emotional because I'm going through my, my menstrual cycle. But no, obviously we have emotions outside of our menstrual cycles. No shit. Um, oh, side note has nothing to do with anything, but just thought I'd share just because I'm excited about it. Guys, did you know I was in the drive-thru yesterday? Don't fucking judge me for being in the drive-thru, by the way. And... A freaking person paid for my meal. They did the freaking, you know, um, I seen like a, like, I think I watched, it was so many years ago, but I think on YouTube, there was like this thing called like pay it forward where like people in the drive-thru, they would like pay for the person behind them. 
It actually happened to me. Can you believe that? I was so excited. Like I could almost piss my pants like of excitement. So when I drove by the lady and her son, I was like waving with like the cheesiest smile. Like I probably looked nuts because I was like so excited. I was like, I'm so excited. I could cry. I can't believe this happened to me. It's like I won the lottery. But I think for me, it was just more so like I would always see it on YouTube and I never thought it would happen. But it's not like I ever thought about it. You know, I'm just chilling, like trying to get my shit, you know, but yeah, so just thought I'd randomly share that. Has anyone ever had that experience happen? Or, you know, it's like one of those things where I always felt like just happened to people on YouTube or online. I just never thought it would actually happen. So, yeah, we kept the, uh, you know, kept the pay it forward going. So it's, um, yeah, little simple things in life. Grateful, right? Grateful for the little things for real. Um, anything else going on in my world? Um I don't know what else is going on with me um not much i mean i've been having weird dreams but when do i not have weird dreams um if you guys want to hear about it i could always do an episode you guys know i'm always having weird dreams oh i how could i forget something new has happened to me um yesterday i woke up i'm gonna have to um take a picture of this I mean, I already did, but I, it's like in a weird place. So it's just kind of funny. So on my upper, like left leg slash, I guess it'll be my side thigh slash going towards my butt, but literally my side thigh, I think <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I feel like I sound like I'm like trying to study human anatomy or something. Like I don't even understand the human body. Like that's how I sound like when I'm talking about the body. Anyway, guys, there is three marks on that on my left leg or upper thigh left thigh slash butt slash leg whatever you want to call it there's three freaking marks and it's in the form of a triangle yeah don't you think that's strange i swear to you guys i always wake up with like not always but like once in a blue moon i wake up with like a bruise and then you know i think it's like okay maybe it's just my bed maybe it's just like whatever but I don't know, man. Now it's in an actual perfect triangle shape. And I read online that um, that could be a sign of alien abduction or some kind of implant or triangle device or something. So anyone out there listening have a triangle um, marks on your body? Let me know. So I'm not, I, know I'm not, I know I'm not the only one. I Googled it. And when I Googled it, a lot of um, abduction forums came up. But y'all know my story. Y'all know I've been... Y'all know I've been in contact with the UFOs, aliens for many, 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 many years. So I'm not too surprised, but I guess I'm just shocked because it's the first time I've actually seen like a triangle mark. I might get one little mark here and there, but to get it in a shape of a triangle, this is definitely new for me. So that's also what's new with me. So maybe that's why shit's been weird the last few weeks now thinking about it. So anyway, guys, um, Hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day, wherever you are. I hope you have a good one and um, you are loved. Have a laugh. It ain't going to kill you to have a laugh. And um, until the next episode, peace.